Somewhere out there, the mullet magician sits alone in his wherever he lives, crying, tears streaming down his face, just waiting for his opportunity to perform again. And at this and, rate, and I don't know when that will be. Ironically, Leah, I think that that might be the music that's playing in the lonely <laughs> bar. He's sitting in the corner, the, the peanuts are spilling over the bowl. <laughs> Just that smoke-filled 1972 red velvet walls. Yeah. Poor magician. So. Poor magician. My goodness. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show presented by Four Peaks. Sports aren't the same without a Four Peaks in hand, which I'm sure the magician has one of those in his hand. For sure. Uh, absolutely. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey. We got Danielle behind the Mac. Craig's calling in from Mullet shortly. Petey, this was... Another blah loss for the Coyotes yeah, you at know, home. It just felt, and ironically, this is how the Islanders want to play. I mean, they they want it. They're they're fine with playing a game in the mud and being, you know, a, a slow, just up and down the ice. Great road game for them. Coyotes never got their feet going. They never got their offense going. And unfortunately, when they got the puck, they threw it away. And it was just one of those nights where we, we've talked about it during that five-game winning streak over the Cup contenders or the Cup champions. They played mistake-free. They're not playing mistake-free hockey right now, and and they're not good enough to not play mistake-free. They don't have the superstars that can overcome mistakes like that tonight. Yeah, Harold earlier in the chat said, I'm afraid that what we saw versus the Panthers and the Islanders tonight is the real version of the Coyotes, which, you know, is... I don't know if that's necessarily true or not, but it is definitely something to reconcile with um, when you watch this team play. And we've seen this, we've seen this team have a lot of success against great teams. Don't get me wrong, but the success that we've seen, a lot of it has come at home. So you have this five game homestand and now you're four, one and five, one against the first two teams that come into your building on this homestand. That's a huge opportunity to get ahead in the standings. That's just not what you want to see. So that's where it also feels deflating. If these were, you know, a couple road losses, you would say, oh, you know, like it's the throes of the season. It's January. They're on the road, but they're home. They have they've had two, three days off stretches in a row. That just that's just. I don't know. It bugs me. Yeah, honestly, and here's the deal. When you're playing at home like this and you get those days off between games, you expect to have a lot of energy. That's kind of the point. And that's one of the things you say, oh, we're at home. You can get your rest. You're not traveling. You're not getting airplane legs. And, and you just didn't see that Coyote team. And, and it's not just that they don't seem quick on pucks and they're not creating offense. It, it's the mental mistakes. Like it, they're, they're, they're egregious. And, and when you were talking about the, the teams that they've They've lost two here, five one four one. Guess what? The Boston Bruins come here next. Winnipeg Jets come here next. Um, doesn't get easier. <sighs> Boy, howdy! And and here here's here's again here's here's the memo. Stop throwing the puck in the middle of the ice. <laughs> I don't know if we need to say it more. It, 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 once you get across your own blue line, do whatever the hell you want. But inside the blue line, stop putting the puck inside the middle of the ice unless the play is one hundred percent open, meaning they're going on a line change or there's no one there. But this team just I don't know. How many turnovers we had to watch tonight through the middle of the ice? It was really frustrating, and it's not panic button. Uh, I'm that's this team. That's what this team is. This is welcome to Arizona Coyotes twenty three twenty four. That's them. When they play mistake free, they're in it. If they don't, they're not. Yeah, it's true. And we saw 
a lot of mistakes tonight. Well, let's start with diving into the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Let's check it out. Islanders outshot the Coyotes 30 to 26. Um, the Coyotes were outshot 11 to 9 in the first, but came back and outshot the Islanders 13 to 6 in the second period. But then the Islanders came back and outshot the Coyotes 13 to 4 in the third. Both teams were one for two on the power play, 50%. Islanders had 15 block shots. Coyotes had nine. And shot attempts were pretty equal, 53 for the Coyotes, 52 for the Islanders. But, PD, like you mentioned, at the end of the day, it came down to mistakes, to turnovers, um, and just, yeah, mental errors. And, and the, the Islanders just capitalized on the Coyotes' mistakes at every turn. And I think that's what you, that's the, again, the, the Islanders know how to play that, that way. I mean, they capitalize on other teams' mistakes. You, the Islanders don't play a, f- a fun, flashy, flashy game. They just play up and down the ice and, and wait for opponents to make mistakes. I mean, um, that's going to be a difficult team to reckon with in the playoffs if they get good goaltending. But, but by the way, but, but the Coyotes, um, I'm, I'm trying to look for bright spots and, and I hope we can find one. Um, I know we're going to talk more about some of the things with the lines and we're going to talk about that later, but th- this wasn't coyote hockey at home. It wasn't. And, and unfortunately the, the fear comes in now is that, that it is Boston next. Yeah, it, it is scary. Um, and Charles mentions in the chat also back to back games where the Yotes just completely crumbled in the third period. And that's, that's the other issue too, because when you look at this game, you know, things, in the second period, when the Coyotes came back, it's two to one. That is your that's a winnable game. Even two nothing, you yep. thought, okay, that's a bummer. But if they score the next one, they're in it, which they did. And they the momentum completely shifted in the second period. You know, the Coyotes score on the power play. Nick Schmaltz from Jersey and Kerfoot, and it was an amazing play. And all of a sudden, you can feel the energy. They had it, and they didn't score anymore in the second but like I genuinely PD woke up this morning and I thought oh the Coyotes are gonna win I just had that feeling Danielle wore a Scottsdale mom shirt today I looked at Danielle and I said the Coyotes are gonna win because you were like I I the, the vibes were good yeah the vibes so when, so when it was 2-1 I said okay like I think this is gonna happen and all of a sudden the third period starts Balamaki turns the puck over and Andrew, Anders Lee score 52 seconds la- later they score again and then for the five one goal, it was a three on O, and you're just like, what yeah. the hell? Like it completely just fell apart. And you look back at the game against Florida, and the same thing happened. The Panthers scored three unanswered in the third for the Coyotes to lose. So it's almost the same game twice. Yeah, it, it did have that feeling to it. You just felt like the same thing with Florida. You just were waiting for that team to wake up and play the way you've seen them play, and that's what happened with Florida. And, and the Islanders just patiently waited their time. And 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 you, I, I was with you once. Once they get the power play goal, you're like, oh, oh they're going to come back and win again. You just felt that they were starting to roll and they're starting to get their feet under them. And they, you saw a few scoring chances, Keller, Kraus, um, but it just didn't happen. And the third period again you do it to yourself and 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 i'm sure the coaches like you could see it on andre's face on the bench when they shot to me just the this the, the frustration in his eyes tilting his head and just shaking it because what do you do like you know they talk about this you know they go over getting the puck out of the zone and and to see mistakes like that it's, it's extremely frustrating for this team yeah extremely well pd you did give out some keys to the game earlier so let's take a look back and see how the coyotes performed with your uh, scouting report 
Yeah, I don't think, well, defending the rush, and you can see how well this te- New York Islander team played off transition. And you mentioned the last one was a three on all. They had they had five, maybe six grade A chances off the rush, so that, and they did not get that one. Discipline. I mean, compared to what they did the other night, you said you had two penalties tonight versus, you know, sitting in the box but, but for most of the night. So I guess was a little bit better, and there was absolutely no mullet magic. The mullet magic you expect comebacks in the third period. You expect a team to come out of the gates flying, and that wasn't the Coyotes tonight. So if you get two out of three wrong, Leah. It's a loss. It's a loss. The stats don't lie. The, the, the no. key stats don't lie. They do not. So that uh, was that was too bad, and yeah. and, and I'm, I, 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 it's funny because this Islander team, I'm not, I've watched them play a little bit. I'm just not sure what they are yet. And you see some of the talented players that they have, and some of the big players that they have, and it just always seems to crumble for them late in the year. So I'm kind of interested to see how they do. And, and Boston, Boston's coming in here off of a loss. Now they lost to Pittsburgh tonight. Well, the Coyotes played the Jets first. Oh, they do. I keep yes. thinking Boston. Maybe that's just I'm, I'm frightened. Well, of the big Boston bear. did just play so yeah. <laughs> tonight. Yeah, so I, I think those in, in Winnipeg look, don't don't look now, but they're they're um they're on on the verge of taking over the lead in the Central Division, like that Winnipeg Jet team that we all thought was going to collapse when they they lose their scoring leader. Yeah, I, I tell you what, they're they're unreal. So good, good, good time to have a, a couple game losing streak at the mullet. Yikes! Not what you want to see. Um, what I do want to see is the super sticker from Andrew which we can't physically see, but I'll read the description because it's really fun. Hippo character waves goodbye with the words next time behind him. <laughs> That's right. That's all you can do. You can, all you can do is look forward. That's some little positivity. I like it, Andrew. Thanks so much for the super sticker. The, the, oh, my uh, gosh. Look forward. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, we'll award the dog because we don't want to be all negative tonight. I already mentioned the sh- the play that Nick Schmaltz scored the goal on an unbelievable setup from Kerfoot and Dersey. Just like A-plus passing on the power play there. And Nick Schmaltz scores his first goal since December 21st, his 11th of the season. Um, and therefore, Nick Schmaltz has earned tonight's desert dog. He has that desert dog in him with one goal. Um, also... I mentioned it's his first goal since the 21st. It's only his second goal since December 7th. So he scored just two goals in the last month or so. Obviously, we talked about the fact that he was playing through a little something. You know, we're not sure what, but um, good for Schmaltz to get on the score sheet. It was a really great play from Dursey and Kerfoot there on the power play. Yeah, and you've got to look at that look-off play that Dursey makes that pass. I mean, he's everybody thinks that puck's coming to the net, and it doesn't. And I tell you, when, when Schmaltz gets the puck on a stick, he has that little pause. You know, a lot of guys want to take that one-timer, and he just paused, and that's what a goal scorer does. He waits, then he made the play into the empty net. He doesn't rush it, and for him, it looked like a big weight off his shoulders. I, I don't know if you'd see his reaction where you were watching from, but... Um, to see him that animated after a goal, you had to be excited for him. And you just hoped that it starts to build like an avalanche for him. Like he's a guy that's streaky. And and if he gets one tonight, maybe, maybe he's going to go on a little streak and I think they need him to. So that, that did two things. They scored on the power play, which I think they needed to do. And I think Nick Schmaltz needed to get on the scoreboard. So I think that goal accomplished a couple things. Hopefully they can build some confidence from it. Danielle. Eagle-eyed Damon pointed out that uh, Nick Schmaltz yelled "Boom, baby!" <laughs> after the goal. <laughs> Boom, baby! So we have a, uh, Damon Dog is now the new lip reader at PHNX. Boom, uh, baby! 
Is that what you and said? You know, and you know, Nick Schmaltz is not the most expressive human being on this planet. So you you have like, to imagine that that really got him going. It did. And, and that's what you said. You saw that emotional reaction from him. You just, you know, you get the old Christian Dvorak. You just nod and, and keep skating. But but he had some animations. I thought maybe that might wake up the Schmaltz. So we'll see. I, I, his brother doesn't have that problem with, with lack of energy. No. Does he? No. 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 He, does, he absolutely does uh, not. Absolutely not. Oh my goodness. goodness. All right. Well, I want to talk some about the uh, lineup shuffle because we haven't even talked about the Zucker suspension. We haven't talked about all of the effects of what that means for the Coyotes. Um, But first, I want to talk about Desert Financial Credit Union because you know what they say, if it's good enough for Craig, it's probably too good for you. Good for you. Desert Financial Credit Union, Craig's Bank, and... The uh, the credit union in Arizona for 84 years. Check them out. If you're a Sun Devils fan, if you're a Cardinals fan, you can get a personalized debit card, which is a really cool feature. Um, but not only that, they're Arizona's most trusted credit union. And right now, you can open a free checking account online and get $200 in bonuses. Who doesn't love free money, especially to start out the new year? So you can get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200 um Tell and craig it, sent <laughs> what if you do hey craig sent me and they're like you who they're like, craig morgan yeah. and they go the country star <laughs> no <laughs> oh my gosh um well you can let BetMGM know that phnx sent you when you sign up with the bonus code phnx and what does that get you well you can place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through the BetMGM sportsbook mobile application of at least ten dollars and then if that bet loses your bonus bet will be available once your initial wager is settled that's bonus bets up to fifteen hundred dollars back so there is truly no risk on your first bet over at BetMGM. PD did walk and talk with Liam O'Brien today. So if you missed oh, that, how close? It's live right now on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Um, we also tweeted a clip today and sent the link in our Discord as well. Again, if you missed it. Um, and Patrick Brown was tweeting at us today. I should have made him the player to watch. I said, don't worry, Patrick. It no. normally hits in the game after, although O'Brien did have a chance today. But for Sunday, I'm getting ahead of this now. Liam O'Brien, anytime goal, anytime point on Sunday. It's looking real good with the walking and talking bump. So get in on the action over at BetMGM. Again, use that bonus code PHNX. When you sign up, check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. PD, before we talk about the lineup shuffle i do want to just quickly talk about jason zucker suspension since sure. we haven't had a show since the suspension came through three games for his hit on nick cousins i'm curious what you thought about that amount well it, he was going to get suspended and i know that when it, the player safety is looking is that a hockey play and clearly the play the play is over i mean it's not a hockey play it's deliberate he intentionally goes after him i, I you know, I saw a lot of people uh, online today, and I know they were more on the Coyote side of things, but they were saying it was too long. I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. I, I think he was defenseless. He wasn't paying attention. Now, I, I 
you want to hear my whole rant on it, you can go watch the show the other day. But um, it hurts the Coyotes having him out of lineup. There's no question. And and I think it, the punishment is fair and just. The Coyotes need to go past it. Like, let's let's move past it. And yeah. I think to your point, it, it gave them an opportunity to juggle some lines. Yep. So the Coyotes ended up going with 11-7 tonight. Travis Dermott back in the lineup after sitting out the last game. Um, but, you know, Zucker, he's a staple in this lineup. So you, you look at what the Coyotes did to shuffle the lines. And it, it, besides that top line, it was a full-on shuffle, um, something that we haven't seen up until this point. You know, you had Sanford and O'Brien on that fourth line, but then you had McBain, Michelli, and Carcone together and Bukestad, Cooley, and Kraus together. The interesting part about this, besides the Bukestad, Kraus, and Michelli line getting broken up, which is, you know, they are probably one of the Coyotes' most successful lines this season, we had a chance tonight to see Logan Cooley play on the wing, something that we haven't seen him do yet this season. Um, and PD, I noticed Logan Cooley quite a bit tonight. I thought he made some really good plays, both physically and skill-wise. But I'm curious, from your point of view, how you saw Logan Cooley on the wing tonight. I, it was better, and I think that I think his game is progressing naturally anyway. But I think on the wing, it takes some of that that defensive responsibilities off his back, and and some of the stuff he has to face inside the circle. And he still took a few draws tonight, but but not like he normally does. It, Look, when he plays engaged and when he plays physically, he plays like he's got a little chip on his shoulder, you notice him. And I think he's done that more over the last week or so, and especially tonight. I think he's being much more physical, um, and I don't think he's being relied on to be that guy that has to dig the puck out in the corner in the defensive zone. So he has a little less responsibilities in the defensive zone. And I think that helped him. Um, you know, maybe if he doesn't have to focus on the draws right now and just playing hockey, maybe things will start to happen easier for him. Um, playing with Krauss and, and Bugstead can only benefit him, clearly. I mean, so I think I, I'm not surprised that, that they gave him an opportunity. This, te- this team needs goals. Like they, they're going to have to find a way to get goals down the stretch. And, and maybe it is time to jumble up the lines a little bit. So I, I did like Cooley's game. I thought he played better with those guys today. And I thought you notice him because, to your point, he's, he's getting more physically engaged. Yeah, and then Chad mentions almost another flying Cooley goal. Oh, um, got choked yeah. up in front of the net. I thought we were going to be talking about it for sure. I was going to wear my my Logan Cooley t-shirt. Like he did it. Like everything was right. The goal that 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 just has to end in the net, and then it's going to be on, on top ten on Sports Center. And he, ugh, you just wanted it to go in because he's flying. He's in the air. It was great. It was I really know. great. It, it was Too Australia two point just minus yes minus the result. Oh my goodness. Um, but one thing that we did get to see again with Zucker being out is that Carcone finally. Get some power play time. Um, obviously, it wasn't his unit that had success tonight. It was the first unit, but with two more games with Zucker out, um, again, two more opportunities for him to get power play time potentially. Um, and we'll have to see if the Coyotes end up making a call up tomorrow. Um, you know, they obviously didn't recall anybody today. Will they go with the 11 7 for the next two, or do they call someone up from Tucson? And if so, who that has yet to be seen. Yeah, it's hard, though. There's a couple of things there. You don't want to disrupt the stuff and the chemistry they have going down in Tucson right now. Like That team's teasing for the top spot in the Pacific. So he, he, we all, I know people complain a lot that where's Gunther, where's Gunther, where's Gunther? I, I don't have a problem with Gunther staying exactly where he is because if he came up here, he's not going to get the minutes he's getting down there. So I, I, 
the 11-7 would be my guess, Leah, going in. I would be surprised if they called somebody else up. But um, I guess, as always, don't listen to me. Wait for Craig because he'll tell you what the heck is going on. That's true. Um, and we will bring in Craig in just a moment. Um, but a lot of a lot of chatter in the chat. People want to see Curtis Douglas come up from Tucson for some physicality. I'm sure we'll talk more about this on tomorrow's show as well. Um, so we won't bother Craig with this tonight, but uh, we will bother Craig because that's we're what we do. We're not going to bother Craig. Yeah, don't poke the bear. Just leave Craig alone. It's okay. <laughs> but let's bring him in now. Craig, what's up? What's up, guys? Looking Always, very... I mean, look at the, the glow. See what's going on with this glow tonight? It's back. <laughs> the carry light glow. Oh, I don't like so this good. glow. I don't like this glow at all. <laughs> it's so good. Well, you have a glow. The Coyotes didn't have it tonight. Yes, no, they did. That third period was ugly. Um, That, I mean, it was one play, right? It was Yusuf Alamaki who just made a play that you learn not to make in peewee hockey. You don't throw the puck right through the spot and turned it over. It was was like a primary assist, and that was. And then they scored again, one that probably Connor Ingram should have had, and suddenly the game's over. You thought they were. They fought so hard to get back in this in the second period, and then it was just over in the blink of an eye. Yeah, it didn't you feel like Leah said this earlier that that after that that uh, they they get their power play goal, you go, okay, this is going to be yeah. another comeback win for the Coyotes, and it just and in a blink of an eye, you know, a minute and a half, it's over. It, it was just yeah. an amazing turn of events, and you're right. I think on that Connor Ingram one. I think I watched it again in slow motion after. I think he thought it was going to be a pass across. I, re- I really think he was reading the pass and he left so much in the net open. That's too bad. Sure did. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I mentioned this to you guys in the text. The next two games, Winnipeg and Boston, uh, and I'm not saying they can't beat teams in this building, but they not look good in this building the last two games. And Winnipeg's a heavy team that gives them trouble. Boston is Boston. You're. You're you're in one now on this homestand. It's a five-game homestand that ends with Calgary, but you're going to be hard pressed to get a win before you get to Calgary on this homestand. Yeah, it's it's not an easy stretch coming up for the Coyotes. Let's just take a look at the upcoming schedule. We, we've referred to it so many times um, tonight, but we obviously Winnipeg coming here on Sunday, Boston on Tuesday, Calgary on Thursday, and then hit the road to Minnesota on Saturday, uh, another team that this Coyotes team needs to win against. There's a lot of points on the table. There's a lot of points on the table a lot this week, especially with Winnipeg and Minnesota. Um, And also looking at the calendar this way, that's a lot of games in not a lot of days, um, including a road game. So just to start out this homestand that we thought would be a huge opportunity for the Coyotes to really establish some footing in the Western standings, starting off 0-2 with really tough teams coming in and a tough full road stretch right at the tail end of it. It's not going to be an easy road ahead for this team at all. No, but you bring up something interesting though. You said that the two losses so far to the Eastern conference and coming into this road, this homestand, um, the most important games are the teams you're playing against in, in battling for that playoff spot. So that Winnipeg game and that Calgary game on this homestand are imperative. They have to get wins. Like you needed to come out of this three and two and, and, 
it, you still can. It's not likely, and it's going to be an uphill battle to come out of it three and two, but you have to win those bookend games that are coming up. In my opinion, if you want to still be talking playoffs in the next few weeks, they have to get a couple of points out of this out of this homestand, and I think it has to start on Sunday against Winnipeg, a team that's vying for the top of the Central. Absolutely. No argument there. Yep. Um, Craig, what was said in post game? I'm curious. Well, I mean, we, we got Yuso first, and he, he got to the mistake that he made that that changed the game. So uh, he was pretty honest about it, and and Andre really just talked about their inability to execute all night. He didn't feel like it was there all night, and I mean, you could see it. They they have trouble against this team anyway. We saw that in the first game when they played at UBS. They just couldn't get anything going. But yeah, you're going to ha- be hard pressed to have any success at all if you. You can't complete passes. They just they just couldn't execute tonight. It was just a uh, one of those games. I, I I don't know if it was all Islanders. I think it was part partly Islanders, but the Coyotes just didn't look sharp tonight. Yeah, and I think Craig, you talked about that. Partly the Islanders. That's the way they play. They just yeah. they just get they slog you down into the mud, and you play a, a hard, tight game. And and I tell you what, the Coyotes. I, I I don't know if it was about effort tonight or their feet. I think you're right, Craig. It's just it's so. The, the poor execution all over this and just mental mistakes. And, and hopefully they've got a few days to reset now because it's, it's not going to be easier. And, and Winnipeg plays very similar to the Islanders in that they play heavy, they get pucks to the net hard. Coyotes need to be good and they got to be able to get out of their zone clean or they're going to have another tough day. Yeah. One, one player we haven't brought up at all tonight is Connor Ingram. Um, and I know that his team didn't do a lot to help him out, but there were a couple goals that he probably wanted back tonight as well. Yeah, I would agree with that too. And we were just, you know, pumping his tires about being an all-star. And I, I was even chirping you guys, or not chirping you, but just wondering how the hell Jake Ottinger was named an all-star with his numbers. Uh, that's that's name recognition and nothing else it doesn't belong in there. But, you know, the Connor Ingram we're watching of late, he, I know he had that one strong game to shut out, but he, he hasn't been as good as he was during that stretch. Um, they're going to need their goaltenders to pick it up a notch again. They're going to need their guys. PD says this all the time. They need their goalies to be the best players on the ice for this team to have a chance. And he wasn't tonight. He's been struggling a little bit. Yeah, and the way this team def- defends and tries to get pucks out of the zone, you're going to have to have really good goaltending. To your point, if this team's going to have a chance, a sniff even close to the playoffs, they're going to need exceptional goaltenders. And luckily for them, either one or the other has been hot of late, except for right now. And so somebody's got to step up in, in this homestand, and somebody's got to ride a wave. And, and maybe it's it could be either one, and they come up with three great games. Who knows? But goalies are going to yeah. have to be better. Look, it- Again, looking at this roster, and we know this, we, we, we can dive into this roster and understand it is what it is. I think it was Mike Gold who said it in the in the Discord tonight. They have two top four defensemen on this team and no top pairing defensemen on this team. It's true. It's true. That's the situation on their blue line. They also, you could really make the argument right now, this team does not have any top six centers. So when you have those two major weaknesses on your roster – it's going to be tough to win. It's kind of a, a, incredible what the Coyotes have done thus far. A lot of that has been goaltending, but those are major issues, and I think they're going to show up more and more as this season wears along and teams dial it in more. Yeah, it's so true. But um, one thing I will say is that Veggie, he's pretty good against the Jets historically, so maybe this will be his game. Veggie and the Jets. Wow. 
sad. Wow. Hey, that so could bad. be the next the next hit it single of the Bare Necessities uh, brunch, like, ooh, the brunch band. I like it. The brunch bunch. I like it. The brunch I, bunch. I mean, <laughs> we might we really might be onto something here. The PHNX brunch bunch featuring Craig Morgan. Like not it. not to be confused with country singer. No, but Craig I think Morgan. you need it for SEO, right? You got to put Craig S. Morgan in there for our SEO for our band, or no, or just Craig Morgan, yeah, because he's a bigger deal than I am. Obviously, the country uh, singer, I, so I don't know. get him in there. Uh, debatable. Oh, I mean, I, got, I have a better voice, but nobody knows that. So. <laughs> Andre Turnier's recipes. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, my the the, the, the veggie one, yeah. and the jets, <laughs> says Charles. Amazing. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> we needed a little laugh. Uh, let's not talk about the coyotes anymore <laughs> for a few minutes. Okay. Um, let's talk minutes. about yeah. Artem Duda, Craig. You published yeah. a story. And you know what? Let's also not talk about Connor Geeky because Leah wanted to talk about it tomorrow. And I tweeted a thumbnail or a, a show promo saying we were going to talk about it tonight but that's the kind of day it's been it's been a very long day <laughs> but we just did. my we head is spinning we just huh? talked about him we just talked about did him you? it's good check box okay. checked no you did okay that was enough oh, no, we're gonna talk hey, about him tomorrow <laughs> we're gonna talk about the trade tomorrow so anyway stay tuned for that tomorrow sure but artem duda made his debut for tmu tonight um curtis foster one of the development coaches was there to watch him Obviously, he was rusty. He hasn't played in nearly eight months. But Curtis's nose to me were pretty clear he's the best player on the ice. First night, wow. first night back in, in eight months. Just in, And listen, we, we, we got a glimpse of him at development camp. The skating just jumps off the charts with this kid. I, I remember seeing him at dev camp and thinking, oh, my God, can this kid skate? And that's what jumped off tonight. Like, he, he was playing third pair tonight. He had 15 total shifts for TMU. Didn't have any points, but... His, his time is going to build. They expect him to be on their top pair by the time they get rolling. You know, they only have 11 more games left in the regular season yeah. there before the playoffs start. But they expect him to get up to speed pretty quickly, and he's going to be on the top pair. Clearly, he's a guy who gives them an offensive element that they, they probably don't have on that roster, a guy who can run a power play. He can do a lot of things. But the, at the very least, Artem Duda played in a game tonight. It feels so badly for the kid after all that he's been through, um, you know, I wrote a story on him. Lee, I almost wish I had included more of the interview clips just to get a sense of who he is. It's, you know, when you talk about the, the fact that he, the, the last time he played, he, he got knocked out with a concussion. So he didn't even get to finish that tournament. Then he dealt with what he was dealing with at Maine, gets there in June. He's there for like two months alone, going fishing with an assistant coach before he can finally get on the ice with the team. Then he's ruled ineligible one, two, three times. Then he has to go to Toronto. And through the whole thing, he's like, yeah, it wasn't a good situation, but these things happen. So, we, you know, basically we move on. I'm like, how old are you? How old are you that you already have that attitude in life? Good for him. And it's the same thing that his coaches are saying about it. Nothing flaps the kid. He just He's very self-sufficient, and he, he's ready to apply himself no matter what situation he's in. So finally he's back on the ice. Good for him. He deserves it after all the crap he's been through the past year. Yeah, he certainly does. And if you haven't read Craig's article at gophnx.com, definitely give it a read. Um, he's a, a super well-spoken and articulate kid. His, you know, his English is, is extremely good for yeah. someone his age as well. Um, so, you know, that's a story we'll definitely be following along and um, good to have that that perspective as, as well. So go check out that article. Um one other thing I want to mention, and this is exciting, we actually have a bonus audio-only podcast coming your way tomorrow morning. Ooh. This is an extra episode on top of all of our live shows 
Craig and Petey catch up with ASU head coach Greg Powers to preview the Desert Hockey Classic. Craig also chatted with Ted Donato of Harvard, um, Harvard head coach who spoke a little bit about Alex Kerfoot as well. Um, he coached him there. So really great. Uh, like 30 minutes, I think, just previewing that. Um, so that's going to be a really great episode dropping first thing tomorrow for all you early risers or whenever you wake up for everybody else who's normal like me. Yeah, it, it was good to talk to Greg Powers. And, and I, I won't give away any of the podcast because we talk a lot about the, the tournament and the importance of these games. My favorite part of uh, this whole thing, though, was just sitting and listening to Teddy Donato's wicked Boston accent Amazing. It brought me back wow. to Scott. It, it was almost like talking to Scotty Allen again, Petey. It's just, it's wow. that thick. It was just awesome. I love that accent as much as any accent in the world. Well, tune in for that alone. <laughs> I think it's worth it. Yes. Um, and the reason I bring all that up is because we want to let people know about something really cool they can participate in this weekend, which is the Sun Angel Collective. Um, and they're launching their first live social impact game um, this weekend for the Desert Hockey Classic. Basically, it's like betting meets the 50-50 lottery, but all for charity, um, which is really yeah. cool. So you go online, you register, and then you pick like there's a number of random questions. Who's going to be the first team offside? Who's going to win the first fate? Like, it's just one or the other. You just pick. You wager an amount. And the money goes to charity. You can compete against other people, compete against us. And it's really cool. Um, and it helps raise money for the NIL Collective, which supports ASU athletes and other athletes. Um, so just a really cool opportunity to, to participate, whether you attend the game or not. Um, we'll put more information um on our Twitter account tomorrow. So people have more information on that, but just a really cool opportunity. And, and you're going to see more of this um, across hockey and just, just a unique way to give back as well. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it, it, are these like little, little prop bets? Do I have this right? I guess they, they sort of like are, bets, but for I a guess, good cause. Yeah. That's for a good cause. I like that. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So check it out. I'm looking forward to the tournament too. I'm I'm going to be here covering it. ASU plays Harvard tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at Mullen. If they if they win that game, I'll be at the championship as well to see if they can get two wins. All right. What was that? <laughs> what was that? They closed the door on Craig Morgan <laughs> at the mullet tonight. Wow. The squeaky refrigerator door. They're 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 cleaning the suite right now. So. The Pellegrino. <laughs> my Pellegrino refrigerator. Okay. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, Craig, anything else before we let you go, either about this game or anything else you want to talk about? No, I, I want to forget about this game. That was ugly. I, I don't like, I, I think if I never watch the Islanders play hockey again, I'll die a happy man. I we, just... For one second though, a 5-1 loss. And then the first game this season was a one nothing shutout, like yeah. the Islanders shut out the Coyotes. And that was my first show alone with JD. And I was like, oh my God, like JD and I just get a game. There's nothing to talk about, but you know, he could talk about, he could talk about anything. So, but yeah, that was funny. Just, yeah, yeah, they're not. It's not fun. It's not fun hockey. And it's I also fun. had the Pittsburgh Boston game on the other TV. So that like was, that those, was two, those two together, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, a little difference in styles. <laughs> There's a lot of fun going on that one. Wow. Yeah, the Islanders choke all the fun out of hockey. I yes, just, I, I can't imagine being an Islanders fan. And there were a lot of them at the mullet tonight. There were a lot of them. I heard. You know what, Greg? It's a lot easier to do that when you're winning. And, it, you know, winning solves a lot of things. And I tell you what, they might, the players probably don't even like playing like that. But guess what? They like winning. So, yeah. Thank goodness they don't play them again. Oh, 
Exactly. All right. Like being a division. <laughs> anyway. Horrific. All right. All right. I'm out of here, Go guys. Home. I will see you. We're out. We got a show tomorrow. Two p.m. Friday so fun day. See you tomorrow on the PHNX show. All right. Friday can't Friday. wait, Craig. <laughs> Flavor guys. Fun day Friday. Leah, can't wait. Flavoring Friday, of course, presented by our friends at OGs. That's one of my favorite shows of the week. Um, and if you have not checked out OGs, what are you doing? OGs definitely made an appearance at my New Year's Eve party. I'm not going to lie. I have made an appearance at that studio a few times, too, I've heard. It's made an appearance not, not, in our office a few times. You know what? They're just a crowd favorite. And why wouldn't they be delicious flavors? Everything you can ask for. Happy Balance, Indica, Sativa. They have some new gummies as well. OGs Naturals, vegan gummies. If you've been sitting here thinking... I can't take OGs because I'm vegan. Well, we got gummies for you. Um, Also, the big OGs. It's a mega version of Peg's Raspberry Orange RSO. Um, It's perforated into 10 slices, each with 10 milligrams of THC for a total of 100 milligrams of THC. So how about that? Wow. You can go in a lot of different directions. You can do the big OGs. You can do the microdose. Like I said, I always say there's something for everyone. Um, And... Most of all, OGs is scratch made here in Arizona. So support a local business. And to learn more about OGs gummies and where you can find them, head on over to OGsBrands.com. And maybe That's after a great read, Leah. Thank you. And maybe That's after really you take good. an OGs, you're gonna feel it made a little me want snacky. to go get high. Yeah. <laughs> for sure you get snacky. And for me, it's salt. And There's for no you, doubt. it's always the Circle K chips. And Petey, you weren't here tonight. Oh, I have no. to say. All of a sudden, I hear crunch, crunch, crunch. And what's Danielle doing? Eating oh, no. some Circle K chips behind me. I got her hooked. Yeah. I, t- I tell you what, the kettle cooked. They're fire. I can't. I, I, every time I come in there, I said, not tonight. And every time I do. And Danielle is taking somebody over. Had to, somebody had to fill the void today. Yes. Thanks, it's Danielle. like Pavlov. Like you just, it's the intermission. And you're like, I need the chips. <laughs> so She's funny. got it. Now, what's that one? Oh, never mind. It's a rabbit hole. I'd rather not go down right now. Okay, that's fair. It's like it's like a contagion. It was contagion. Like like now she got like you know how that gets in the air. It's we like shouldn't my, talk my... about spreading diseases. I know, but then <laughs> Danielle now has the, the fever for the flavor of Circle K. <laughs> <laughs> I'm circle K. Well, everybody should have a fever to join the inner circle. <laughs> it's it's easy. It's free. Just download the Circle K app today. <laughs> and you get 25 cents off your first five Phillips and three cents thereafter and all kinds of free things for just being a part of the inner circle. You get free drinks. You can get free chips. Who knows? You get free stuff and cheap gas. Circle does, K. Who, <laughs> that was excellent. We are on fire tonight. Um, again, join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details can we talk about our ad reads real quick for a second today sure top notch thank you we've had like the the transitions into ad reads (laughs) that ad read man listen we're killing it we're killing it had to be on their game tonight because it wasn't the coyotes (laughs) thanks danielle for noticing i appreciate that feedback um and it's funny because i listen to a lot of i know leah i listen to a lot of old-timey radio i know the what like 1930s and 40s radio (laughs) i do i listen to it anytime i'm in my car that's i swear that's what i listen to and that's how they do their ad reads it's right in the middle of the show and all of a sudden ooh, a lucky strike and they they talk about their cigarettes (laughs) or water bonds 
Yeah. <laughs> no free ads. Are, are we going to do our ad reads in the transatlantic accent now? Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe we should start doing ad read roulette like the Suns. Hop I out over to Circle K. Come on over to Circle K there, bud. Yeah, I would love to do that. Hey, Sparky, you heard the news? Um, anyway, you're a circle of the bee's knees. <laughs> We should do this tomorrow. <laughs> okay, we could talk about more hockey. People are getting pissed. Okay, okay let's talk about hockey. All right, let's. Uh, we kind of buried the lead of the the actual positive news of the day, which is that the NHL. They got a new designer. No, <laughs> no, that no. wasn't it. Although the, the skates, skates were cool, we'll talk more about that fire. tomorrow. Okay. Um, Clayton Keller named the Coyotes NHL All Star Game representative. His fourth. All-Star game, definitely deserving. We talked about all the reasons why he deserves to be the All-Star on yesterday's show, as well as a few others, which you can still vote those others in on the fan vote that closes February 11th. Um, but, PD, we don't need to dive too much into it since we spent quite a bit of time on this sure. yesterday. But just your overall thoughts on Clayton Keller's selection. He, he's the right guy, and he's leading the team. And I know people want to see Cross and Michelli, and the reality is that he, like Keller's leading the team in points. He's a he's a well known face. He's a leader of this team. So he's the right guy right now. The the one I feel bad for is Connor Ingram, but you never know. Um, they've still got a few more spots to to fill for these teams, and you just never know. Um, Ingram, I thought deserved it over Ottinger, but again, Ottinger's a big name, and that's that's what we've seen. Yep. Well, I will say the one thing that was a concern for Coyotes fans upon Keller's selection is he's played in a lot of All Star games. He's yeah. played a lot. And, you know, it's kind of the, the other side of the coin when you're one of the MVPs of your team. You know, you get recognition, you get the billboards, but you also don't get the breaks that the other guys do. Um, so is the lack of rest over the last few seasons with Clayton Keller playing in All-Star Games a concern potentially? Um, Craig actually asked GM Bill Armstrong earlier tonight, and this is what B GMBA had to say. Yeah, I think I think they've made the the, the All Star festivities, you know, more around the players, and I think there is some time to get some rest. There's a pretty good chunk of time in there where I think you can accomplish both. You can go in there and be rewarded and and uh, you know participate with some of the best players in the game, and I think that's exciting for the, them just to be around and and the format that they're they're going back to this year. I think is exciting for the players, and I still think there's time for them to catch up and get some rest on their body. Yeah, that's always a concern, and do you 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 want your players to get a rest? But but in fairness, I'm I'm not saying 25 other Arizona Coyotes that are that are on this roster are going to go sit and take a nap for three days. So, like, be careful. There's there's a lot of fun to be had by other players too. So not everybody's getting their rest at the All Star break. Yeah, very true, very true. But I will say. I know it's not a great time of year to be there, but Toronto is a great city. So, and you know what? It, it's a great opportunity. And, and Clayton Keller, a, a proud who represents your team. It's it, these are the best of the best taking over that city. And it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, I'm happy for Clayton Keller. Um, I think he's he's put up good numbers again after a year where he's put up some of the best numbers in the history of this franchise. Um, so I, I'm really happy for him, and I, and I think he belongs out there with those players that he's going to be on the ice with. So, good luck to the Central Division, and I would like to say we'll tune in for all of it but I, I don't i don't know if we will you i will might. yeah i'll we'll be see. there um all right oh yeah you're gonna be there yeah oh my gosh so you can talk to clinton keller like live and stuff uh-huh <laughs> live oh, and stuff that's cool 
can I, I'll follow your content. I'm oh, sure it'll be good. Thank you. Um, okay. Well, one of the things we do now with this team is we look at the standings uh, to see how things are going. And the Coyotes had a good break tonight with the Minnesota Wild losing 4-1 to Tampa. Nashville lost 6-3 to Calgary. But it does look like the Kraken are about to win over the Senators, which means the Arizona Coyotes will end the night outside of a playoff spot for the first time in quite some time, PD. Um, and it's not about to get any easier from here. Those teams are now on the rise, Edmonton's just a point behind. St. Louis is still on their tail. And even that Calgary game, I mean, the Flames are only three points behind Arizona right now, um, and that's going to be a huge match. So there's three massive, massive games for the Coyotes next week on the calendar. And it's, yeah, uh, it's they got to kind of get it in check here. You know, I know we can be frustrated with the way this the last few games have gone, but when you're talking about an Arizona Coyote team being the first week of January and they're talking about the playoffs, everybody should be thrilled with where this team is at right now. There's no way that any of us, I know on this show that we didn't predict that this would way that this season would go up to this point. Um, so be happy for that. They're, they're, they're rough waters ahead because you look at Edmonton Oilers are playing some of their best hockey. Uh, Calgary, you mentioned that we thought was going to be a team that would start to fade. They're starting to come back. Seattle has been absolutely ridiculously on fire. One of the hottest teams in all of the entire NHL. And then Minnesota is starting to get their top players playing like top players again. So Arizona's in in for a dogfight these these last, you know, 40 games here, 40, 45 games. They're going to have to play Better. They have to play mistake free because these teams, these teams are, are are going to be around for a while, so they better pick it up. Um, but bright side, Leah, we're talking about it. Exactly, and that's a, that's some good perspective to have. Um, and some other, and you know, we talked about all the prospects coming, like they. I think it's been this has been really exciting and really fun, and it's been cool that the team's been winning and we've been frustrated by losses, but. This is not the ce- the ceiling for this team. Like the right. best is hopefully yet to come um, on the on ice front and the off ice front too. But um, I know there's some arena talk in the chat right now. No news right now. We will, I promise you, we will let you know when there is. Um, but on ice, there's a, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, so yeah, th- this is just the fact that they're hey. already at this place in year three of the rebuild is I think more than any of us expected. For sure. And you're seeing it down in Tucson and you're seeing what, how the success they're having the Roadrunners and some of the prospects they have all around the world, the kind of success they're having. You're absolutely right. Better days are absolutely ahead. Yep. PD, any other final thoughts on this game? I, I just think a couple of things. I, I think they're going to have to have a better start um, to the game on Sunday against Winnipeg. Uh, this team hasn't started well. They've, they've only got what goals once in their last seven in the first period. Like, like they, they, barely. They, they don't score in the first. It's insane. So they have to come out of the first period. They have to have a better start, and they've got time to prepare for it now. The game's on Sunday. You got a little bit of rest. They have to come out better on their start, and they just have to play mistake free again. And you saw it in that stretch when they played mistake free and didn't turn the puck over, managed the puck better. They could play with teams up and down the standings. They have to be able to do that against Winnipeg or Boston, or, or it's going to be more more of the same of what we've seen. So keep the puck out of the middle of the ice, manage the puck better, and don't turn the puck over. Yep. That, that should be the number one key for the next game. Yeah, I think that might be it. One, two, and three. No turnovers, no mistakes, mistake-free. Yes. <laughs> Those are the keys. <laughs> See? Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, spoiler. I like it. 
All right. Well, we did start a new line on the punch card tonight. Um, and although it was a loss, it's pretty much a pattern because we the Coyotes tend to start punch card lines with losses this season. This is the third straight line Ooh. on the punch card that begins with a loss. But look how it worked out the last two lines. So hopefully that's what we're in for again, although the opponents are definitely tough. Um, but PD, we're, I mean, we're chipping away at the punch card. We are approaching we're the, in the midway fifth row. point. Midway through this row, row. is the Can't halfway believe. point of the season. Can't believe it, Leah. Can't believe it. Cannot believe it. When, when we go to day one of a new punch card, you're like, how are we ever going? And I said that season one, two, and three. Like, it's every year you put it up and you go, oh my God, we have 82 more. Like, how are we going to do this? And and I'm not even, like, we're not even players. We sit in a lounge chair and watch tv but (laughs) that's how we're gonna make it and with beer and ogs but i tell you what um um, when you get to this point of the season and we're excited about it instead of doing a a downhill count of oh my gosh we have 40 more to go it's oh my goodness great we see these guys compete and and see how well and and how high the bar can get set for future coyote team so it's exciting and it it is more fun to watch this team play this season than it has been the last few so uh, you know what bring people on we talk about arizona versus everybody if you, if you want to be a playoff team you got to beat these good teams so so maybe it'll start on sunday yep and speaking of arizona versus everybody uh it's been chilly here in arizona we have that awesome crew neck at phnxlocker.com right now which you can get for 20 percent off if you're a diehard um and it also comes in a t-shirt version which could be your free shirt when you sign up to become a diehard because you get a free shirt or hat when you do so, among other perks of being a diehard, which include access to our Discord, access to diehard-only content such as PD's Puck Talks for diehards only, some of Craig's articles, prospect reports, mailbags, etc., town halls, all of it. Just so many perks to being a diehard. So join the family today if you're not already a diehard and join because I promise it is Definitely, definitely worth it. It's worth it, and it's getting better every day. There's more Truly. content for the diehards than there was, you know, months ago. So stay tuned. Fun stuff ahead. Absolutely. I have something coming up on that. Oh yeah, diehards only. Yes, on the uh, blog. Yeah, we have the new dry heat index. Uh, Craig, Craig's baby. Um, and I may or may not be taking you guys along with me shooting the uh, Arizona Cardinals game this weekend. Wow. So if you yeah, want to know what that? it's like to shoot an NFL game, become a diehard. That's going to be awesome. And Danielle has another really hilarious one, but I'm not going to spoil it, but it's going to be really fun. That's cool. I I will be tuning in behind the scenes. I like BTH. Is that what? BTS? BTS. BTS. And the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. We have a $5 super chat from Chris. Uh, who says unemployment benefit for the magician <laughs> thank you we will send it his way chris he is getting frustrated i tell you that he's i i, I yeah we won't get into what he's been up to but we will have to see it in an upcoming show maybe the five dollars will help chris thank you it will help <sighs> oh my goodness all right well that's it from us today again you can expect that audio only episode tomorrow morning when you wake up um wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify. So make sure you're subscribed to PHNX Coyotes uh, so you can always have them appear on your phone at any time that they hit your apps, uh, which is a really great thing because sometimes I prefer, like when I go for walks, I love a podcast. Uh, So if you prefer to listen there and while you're listening, be sure to take a few seconds to leave us a five-star review. And if you would be so kind to write us a little written review as well is really helpful. Um, And if you're listening on audio and you've never watched us on YouTube, hello, 
subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel because it's not just the live shows. We have so much extra content like walking and talking. As I mentioned, um, check that out. Liam O'Brien was a really great interview. I know a lot of fans were upset with him earlier in the week, but I think it's really cool because PD got to ask him directly like... (laughs) Yeah, hey, you know, what's up with the penalties? Yeah, yeah, what's up with the penalties? And he answered. Um, so a really, really great interview that's up now on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. You can follow all of us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Abraka Danielle. And you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We'll be live Friday tomorrow for a flavoring Friday at 2 p.m. So be sure to tune in then. But until then, enjoy the rest of your Thursday night, everybody. And we will see you all tomorrow.